This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Monday Night's Tilt and Talk Show. Come to you on a Wednesday. Uh, fortunately, we can't blame Chris Brown for the outage of Facebook this week, but we'd all like to. Uh, we're welcomed today by some good friends of ours. But first of all, of course, we're sponsored by Boyle Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, M&A French Polishers, the Garrison Coffee Company with our friends from Accessible Blues, and lots of other charities, Image Cleaning. Oh, gosh, there's just, just so many to mention, so many to mention. Okay, so really sorry that we didn't uh, come out on, on Monday night, uh, but it wasn't our thought, so we can be forgiven. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, however, mm. <laughs> share prices have tumbled somewhat over the last no, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, ridiculous. Anyway, look, no win for Birmingham City again. Uh, we're leaking goals uh, at the back, uh, and this is a little bit worrying. Is there something more deep-rooted going on there, I wonder? Mm. We've seen the concrete pourers starting to fill in the holes and the voids underneath the cop this week. So hopefully, hopefully progress is being made there and we can soon get back to a normal St Andrews. Uh, nothing's normal at the minute, though, is it? Nothing, yeah. nothing. Even Mark has gone down with COVID. Mr Rogue. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it, unfortunately. Yeah! Um. <laughs> unclean, unclean. <laughs> yeah, you need to ring the bell. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time, every time, <laughs> every time I need to speak, I ring a bell. That's a good idea. <laughs> and of course, we're okay. joined again this week by uh, the very famous now, Alan Watton. Uh, evening, greetings, Alan. <laughs> you, buddy. Are you keeping all right? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, and all the way down there on the south coast. Yeah, for, forty hours on a train since we last scored, but I'm not going to moan about that. It's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> and and our, 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 our savant himself, the one only Mr. Hipkiss. Greetings, Paul. Nice to you again, mate. Good evening, all. 
Sounded like Dixon of Doc Green. <laughs> he wouldn't remember Dixon of Doc Green. He's not as old Adam, as you. We're going to do the show without the one only Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> Every week that one does. And of course, we're joined by the unmistakable name, ladies and gentlemen, of the one and only Mr. Paul Modders. Thank you very much. Introduction that was poor, eh? <laughs> But you didn't yeah, get that, you. you know, when you was like, you know, coming on as a substitute or something like that, you know what I mean? That was a proper <laughs> introduction, Paul, I must admit. Okay. We're, we're, oh, no. Stop stuttering. Calm I only stutter when someone's winding me up. And what is going on at our football club? We started off so bright, so good, so strong against Stoke, against Derby. Uh, and we just seem to be capitulating. What is happening, Paul? Any ideas? Um, I think for me, the two most important things in the game are scoring and keeping it out the other end. And at the moment, we're just struggling to do both. Um, I think it is a bit of a, you know, just a, a, a rocky spell. I've got, I still believe in the squad and the manager. I, I think that they can turn it round and go on a good. I think they can go on a good run just as as, as much as they're on a bad run now. So. I do think, you know, I don't think we can surely play every game creating 18, 19 chances and not scoring, um, you know, but the defending's worrying me a little bit more. I've got to say that, um, you know, the, the, the I mean, giving grabbing all that space on the edge of the box for the first one, you know, you've got to close him down. You can't just let him shoot. And, you know, he almost had a written invitation to have a shot from there. And he did put it away well, but right. frustrating. a free header for the second goal in the penalty box from a corner, you know, and then... Obviously, they do us on the break for the third one. So, they're so avoidable, the goals we're conceding. And hopefully on the training ground now, the international breaks come at a good time for them to get together on the training ground and go back to basics and just try and... We or go back to basics. Even if we do yeah. the standard Birmingham City 4-4-2, I'm not telling Lee Bailey how to do his job. I know I employed him, right? I know <laughs> it's my fault that he's with us, yeah? But I'm not telling him how to do his job. But 4-4-2 at St Andrews is the way forward. Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I was gutted to miss the game on Saturday. That's when I tested positive. So I had to, uh, I had to miss it. <laughs> now, 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 now a bio fan feels. Um, but no, um, I, I, I mean, I've read, I mean, I've read, I've read on social media and all that about, oh, maybe Bowie's been found out, he's reached his level and he's never done much. But what a load of rubbish. Uh, I don't blame, I don't blame the manager one bit. Still got faith in him. We're going to have, it's it's been a it's been a bit of a purple patch, hasn't it, since he's come in? And, and naturally, yeah. you are going to lose games in this league as much as you win them, you know. And yeah. I get that, Mark. Right, but we we, yeah. brought, we brought in Troy Deeney, the euphoria around yes. in St Andrews, and we brought yeah. him in, and we've done nothing since. And, uh, I know. I mean, again and again, that's this is what capitulates all the rumours about you know, old Troy split the dressing room and and all the rest of the utter rubbish that's been coming out. Um, we were, we were, everyone was jumping up and down with excitement when he first signed. And that game against Derby, the, the buzz you could feel when he was warming up. Um, I so I, I don't get, I just don't get some of the stuff that's come out, some of the utter yeah. rubbish. But Paul, what I've said there, when you've got uh, Paul Marden, what I've said there, when you've got someone running at you at full pace, you know, has he froze on me? Has he froze on us? Are no, you there? No, no, there, still. there. I know he's still there. He's, he's there. There's a little bit of freezing on that. When you've got someone running at you, you know, you don't just sit back, do you, and let them shoot, you know, nah. from the edge of the box. You've got to close them down, ain't you, and close the ball down and, 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 and sort of narrow the angle for them, even if it's as such. Yeah, yeah. 
I think he's frozen. He's froze. Oh, oh, he's back. You might lost sound. I don't know. Let's try and get Paul Martin back to the show soon. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm here. Have I gone? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Nervous, Paul. I just, I'm waiting for you to ask me what you th- uh, what I think of um, what's happening with Birmingham City, and I'm not quite sure because uh, I'm not as uh, I'm watching it as much as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I'm just asking your sort of view on when you've got a def- you know when you've got a striker running at you, you know, because one of our goals we conceded on Saturday, Louis Graben gets the ball sort of like from Chung. Um, you know, he, he wins a challenge, sort of, or wins the ball off him quite quite easily, if I'm honest. And then he runs at us, and we're standing off him, you know, and the defenders aren't closing him down. And as a defender, obviously, I'm sure you can tell us more than anyone, when you've got someone running at you, you've got to close them down, haven't you, and narrow the angle for him, and don't make it easy for him to have a free shot on the edge of the box. Well, definitely, uh, it's all about stopping a cross or stopping a shot, isn't it? But if they're that far out, sometimes you would... Um... Let them have a shot if you think they uh, go on, have a go from there, and, and the keeper will save it. And uh, but yeah, you don't want to be uh, holding back, holding back, and giving getting uh, giving them a better opportunity uh, shot at goal. But, but to be honest, I haven't seen the um, mm. the clip of the goal, so maybe I should have done, but uh, I haven't, so I can't really uh, criticise or give any advice, uh, particularly on that one. But yeah, yeah, you want to be showing them one side or the other, or showing them into wherever defenders are. Or, yeah, so uh, well, on his weak foot, but uh, well, it sounds like he was uh, given uh, too much time and he's put it away well. Yeah, he did put it away well. You've got to give credit to the finish, but he should he just should never have got the shot in in the first place. It concerns, of, of these last five games, we've conceded, I don't know, a dozen goals. Ten of them, at least, have been where we've lost the ball either on the edge of their penalty or certainly in their half. And... The trap's been sprung almost immediately, and and uh, it, it bothers me why the back four aren't being protected from that. Um, you know, when, when they break, they break up. But we've only got three, uh, and we got three blokes standing there, being, you know, run at uh, time after time after time. Now, do we not learn to defend when we haven't got the ball? Uh, sorry, when we have got the ball, you know. Yes, somebody's gone there, so somebody should should be moving across and backing him up. Just uh, to, to, if if it does break, then we've we've got some cover. Uh, first goal Saturday and the uh, and the last goal were exactly the same, exactly mm. the same. Yeah, it was like watching Groundhog Day. And, and there was a cup. There was one at QPR, uh, and at least two at Peterborough, yeah. where, where they broke on us when we 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 gave up the ball. Yeah. But I was I said to my dad after the game, like, and I'm not comparing Lee Bowyer and Zola as managers anywhere near, but what I'm saying is that that game on Saturday reminded me of a game under Zola, you know, where we create loads of chances and concede three, you know, weak goals, if you like, from our point of view. You know, it was just like a Zola game, wasn't it? I, I, you know, and I'm not saying Lee Bowyer should be compared to Zola. He's on another level to Zola, but I'm just saying that, you know, that particular game on Saturday was like a Zola game, wasn't it? We created a lot of chances and conceded... You know, three goals. Three, yeah, yeah. What was it, Paul? 17, 18 chances or something like that? Yeah, yeah. 18 shots, yeah, nine on target. Yeah. Isn't that what we've got? Lucas Djukovic, Hogan and, and Troy Deeney for? Yeah. You know, 17 chances. Come on, guys, put safe for us. Well, Chong, really? hit the, Chong hit the post, didn't he? And the crossbar as well, didn't they? Um, yeah. you we know, should have scored the first one. That, that ball hit the bloke's knee and went nearer the goal and hit the post. 
so he should have put that away. I think yeah. the two headers, certainly one of them should have been on target. Yeah. Um, going QPR, uh, we were, you know, three, three, three feet from the goal and couldn't hit the target. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they go in and, and obviously Troy's header against Preston as well. It's, yeah, the fine, it's, the, it's the fine margins at the minute. You know, you take the lead and it's a different game, isn't it? You know, they, them chances mm. go in. We're sitting there having a different conversation, probably. Yeah. But at the yeah. moment, it's, not, it's, not quite, it's not quite going our way at the moment. We're not, you know, you need that little bit of luck as well. And it's just not happening for us at the moment at both ends. OK. Yeah. I've, I've, just, I've just watched that goal, actually. I've just put it on as I'm uh, watching it. And uh, it was actually three on two. Uh, the lad... Um, Blues uh, midfielder gives it away on the halfway line, doesn't it? It's three on yeah, two. Yeah. So yeah. They've got backing off, backing off, backing off because they're overrun. Yeah. But it's a hell of a finish, to be fair. It's hard to criticise anyone in that because uh, he still hit it way out. And he's hit it outside of the D into the top corner. That's uh, an amazing strike. So when things like that happen against you, it's it's just that really is. is hard mm. to, uh, um, yeah, to uh, defend and... Uh, Reason why it's giving the ball away in bad areas, isn't it? And uh, yeah, yeah giving oh, it away well, on the halfway line with committed forward. It great, well, it's more or less a four on two there, and uh, you can't go towards the ball and uh, have somebody being slipped in around you. So, uh, yeah, as a player, there, okay, yeah, yeah, if you went if and when you see did a goal like that, do your heads go down? Um. Well, it all depends how things have gone in the past, didn't it? Uh, it looks like Blues have had a, a bad run of it, a, a few defeats and draws. And, uh, yeah, you, you can feel sometimes when a goal goes against... If you've just, like you just said, there's been a few chances in Birmingham maybe and not put them away and you think, bloody hell, one chance against you and it's been the back of the net. What's going on here? So you, I suppose you can uh, think, uh, feel sorry for yourself, but that's where the stronger characters in the team and the manager becomes more important to lift everyone and be confident in the ball and uh, not hide and uh, take responsibility on the pitch. But, yeah, um, yeah, look, yeah, well, the Eps goal is a, a corner, isn't it? Yeah, a corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scoring a goal from a corner is terrible, isn't it? Every man's got their job uh, before the game. The manager's um, laid out his formation and who's marking who. And then if your man... Um, scores at a, a corner. What else can you do than uh, blame the, the player that's uh, marking him? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Onwards and upwards, um, they don't, you know, think forward more now and focus on the baggies Friday week. And, and it is, Paul. It, 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 in, international break time now. Time to regroup, right? Yeah. yeah. Get the guys together, get a bit of team bonding going, get a bit of spirit back in it. Yeah. 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 Not doom and gloom as it is at the minute. It's not. No. Right? Because, you know, and, and I really didn't think we would be in this kind of a position, conceding so many goals. After after I first saw the first game, I think it was, was it against Stoke City? Yeah. Two incredibly strong sides. They were battling, working. Um, everything as a Birmingham City fan, you want to see your team do. All right, we had a goal disallowed and, uh, and, and that was offside. But... And I, said, and I said to the Stokers when I got back up here, I said, like, you know, you're going to do really well this season. Because you could mm. see the the solidness, the togetherness, and the bond that they had between them, and we had that. I know we don't seem to have it, but mm. we are on in the trick. Thing is, though, as well, Nick, if we finish thirteenth, it's been a decent season. So if we finish yet. where we are, it's been all right. 
But you, you know what, Mark? If, as Blues fans, if we finished sixth, it would be a good season. Mm. Yeah? And, um, you know, you can't keep missing your opportunities, mate, because mm. time ultimately runs out. I'm not spreading any doom and gloom. I'm not. right. I am optimistic about the future. Yeah? Um, and I'm optimistic about uh, what Lee's doing and, and uh, how things are, you know, come along since he's been there. Um, is it just a run of bad luck? It's just a, yeah, it's just a run of bad games. Yeah. And bad I'll go with you. All right, I'll go with you. Thanks, mate. You've cheered me up no end now, kid. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, I, I believe that they can round. I believe they can turn it round. I think if we can get Sanchez back in the squad, back involved again, he's an important player when it comes to creativity for me, and he scores the odd goal as well. Um, so we get him back involved. I think Riley McGree might be involved a bit more who can make things happen. Um, you know, maybe average back in goal. I mean, I don't think Sarkic has done anything wrong, but maybe the defenders, he's a little bit more, um, he's got a bit more presence, hasn't he, in his goal than Sarkic, you know, he's got a bit more physical presence. So maybe that might make a difference if he brings him back. But who knows? Paul, Paul, sorry, Paul, what would you do with the Harley Dean situation? I wouldn't... I think... To drop, to drop the captain, it's it's obviously difficult, isn't it? And and I don't think it's all down to Harley Dean, you know. I think um, there's, there's there's a few reasons at both ends of the pitch why it's not going for us at the moment. Um, it wasn't Harley Dean's best game for us he's ever had on Saturday, but he has put in some really good performances as well as bad, you know. But overall, he's, you know, he'd probably say himself, it's not worked out the way he'd want it to over the four years he's been with us, nearly. Mm. But you know, I think when he has a good game, though, he does have a good game, doesn't he? He's, he's really good when he's good, but there's no in-between with him. Either he's either brilliant or not the best, you know? Um, but... uh, just just letting you all know, uh, the, the poll this evening is, uh, should we put Ethers straight back in when fit? At the moment, it's running at yes, at 39%, no, at 61%. Yeah, well, I get that. Sarkic, Sarkic hasn't done a lot wrong, has he, to be honest? I don't blame him for any of the no. goals. Really. No. So, yeah, it's a bit harsh to drop him, isn't it, to be fair? It is, yeah. yeah. Well, his, his confidence he's got, his confidence going to be flying with uh, his international call-ups, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, a little bit of a personal story here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not feeling too well tonight, to be perfectly honest with you, because just 20 minutes before showtime tonight, I was uh, sat in the Black Swan having a pint. And then I thought to myself, oh, shucks, <laughs> show tonight. <laughs> so I've had, to leave, I've had to leave three quarters of a beer. Oh, my life. Yes. I, feel, I feel quite disturbed and quite quite you, ill. Yeah. You should. You should, yeah. You look ill. So, Paul, take us back to the start then when you was at Bristol City and tell us how it come about coming to, obviously, from one BCFC to another. Yeah. Um, well, uh, obviously, Terry Cooper... Um, Bought me for Birmingham City, and um, that uh, my he knew me from uh, signing me pro at um, an apprentice actually at uh, Bristol City. I used to play for a team called Bocco Juniors, which actually Julian Dix played for. I played with Julian Dix when I was uh, under 10 and 11. He came up to Birmingham, I think, when I was about 13 14 and uh, lived up here, but um, so Terry Cooper and Mark and Mark Cooper's son played in that team, so Mark. Mark and I knew each other from uh, probably about 10 and Terry was watched me all the way through up until 16. I think he was Bristol Rovers manager and been a manager a few other places, but happened to be the Bristol city manager when I was coming up to sign YTS apprenticeship. So he signed yeah. me as an apprentice. He signed me as a pro. And then 
Um, he got the sack. I think Joe Jordan came in after. He, I think he brought Jordan, Joe Jordan in as a player, and uh, uh, he, Terry got the sack and moved on. And uh, uh, through Mark, I knew that he was getting the um, Birmingham City job. I think he was um, tapped up that he was getting it, and uh, Liam McCarry was moving on. I didn't know which team it was, but I was out of contract at Bristol City, and um, Terry told me to hold on uh, and he'd come in for me. And it just so happened to be Birmingham City, when, uh, uh, which I think he became manager just a week before the start of the season. So it was quite a quick turnaround, me coming up and uh, playing in the um, start of the 91-92 season, wasn't it? I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, back, in, back in them days, would it be literally Terry Cooper rings you up and says, you know, I'm interested and you want to bring you to Birmingham? Or, or did you have an agent? Or how, how would a transfer nah, work? No, I didn't have agents. No, we uh, <laughs> I really can't remember. There's no mobile phones. I was actually thinking about that. How did he tell me? I can remember in the summer that year, just bumping into him in a restaurant in uh, Birmingham. Uh, sorry, in Bristol, saying that um, how's things going? I might be getting a a, a, a job. So um, I think he more or less jokingly said, "Don't sign the contract." But remember, it was um, before the Bosman, so you weren't you didn't just leave after your contract finished. The uh, club held all your um, registration so even though i was out of contract i was still registered as a bristol city player and would be until um somebody else bought me or uh, they agreed a tribunal fee and that's yeah. what birmingham city did terry um signed me on um they couldn't agree a fee and it went to a tribunal so uh, a few weeks yeah. later i think yeah i played a few games by the time it went to the tribunal point, yeah, yeah there's no um no agent or anything. It was just, I think I, I was so pleased to follow Terry up because uh, he was the one that signed me as an apprentice, signed me as a pro, gave me my debut, converted me to a centre-half. I was a, a centre-forward up until my second year or first year apprenticeship. So, um, yeah, I owed a lot to him um, in those early years and uh, I was delighted to come up and even more so with uh, being such a, a big club as uh, Birmingham. It was a, a great move for me and I really enjoyed the time. Yeah. Interesting. How does a tribunal process work from start to finish? Good question. Good question. Mm. Yeah, well... Thank you, Chris. I, I can't really remember. I can tell you my role in it was turn up, uh, sit in front of a panel of two or three, an X-man. It was an X-man. I really can't even remember who was there. I remember we went down with the chairman, Terry, and it might have been the secretary, uh, we went and watched Chelsea. We stayed in a hotel the night before, and I can remember going down and watching Chelsea play um, the night before we went to a hotel in central London. And, um, yeah, I would love to remember who it was, but it was a, an ex-manager there on the panel, and they obviously look at... They discuss um, between themselves what my how many games I'd played, what possibility of me progressing, I suppose. I really don't know how they come to a fee, but I think, uh, was it uh, Kumar? I can't remember the uh, chairman's uh, yeah, first Kumar, name, but yeah, Mr. Yeah. Kumar. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think was he Ramesh? was a bit... I think he was a little bit uh, surprised when I think it was about over 100,000. I think they were expecting a lot less uh, to pay, but um, yeah, it came to about 115,000, I think, and uh, um, a little, which is Decent money for a player yeah, yeah, yeah. who uh, I wasn't really playing all the time at Bristol City. I was in and out and uh, a young lad coming through. So, 
yeah, that was uh, that. And uh, yeah, I, I went on and uh, really uh, two two really enjoyable seasons there for different reasons. One promotion, and then um, the second season was exciting season with uh, uh, the Sullivans coming along and uh, Karen and. Uh, uh, the start of that era and uh, it felt like a promotion in one way as well but at the end of the season when we stayed up against Charlton the last game of the season that was a terrific atmosphere and felt like felt like a promotion because we were dead and buried halfway through uh, mm-hmm. coming at the end of the season and to go into that last game and win it that was a as good as promotion for me that was a fantastic uh, feeling and uh, sort of kept us where we wanted to be in the uh, championship at that time. Yeah, yeah, we two um, different seasons, but great season through. Yeah, as Birmingham uh, that when we stay up on the last day of the season, we celebrate it like Manchester United winning the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we did. Yeah, it was a fantastic. Is um, yeah, um, Sullivan's and uh, Karen and the Golds had come in. There was players, new players being. Uh, be already being bought. I think um, Molden, Paul Molden and Andy Savile were uh, influential in, in keeping us up. They came in and I think they scored 10 goals in 10 games. Well, I might have scored 15 goals between them. I looked at the stats, but um, they scored plenty of goals and uh, gave us a real chance. So everything was optimistic that we'd be challenging with the millionaire owners to um, get promotion the following season, which obviously didn't quite happen. Um, well, we got relegated. Actually. I'd left by then, but uh, Birmingham got relegated the next season. And Terry got the sack in November time, maybe, and Barry Fry came in. So I missed the Barry Fry era. Oh, I was just, I, I was just <laughs> on the Joey Cooper. But, uh, yeah, that was an interesting time as well, watching that from West Brom. All, all the turnaround of players. <laughs> got the, um, the legend himself joining us on Monday, Paul, yeah. as well, on the show. He's coming to join us on oh, Monday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know him. I've never played for him, but uh, I went back to um, uh, a reunion uh, a couple of years ago at Birmingham City, and it was the 90s team. So I had the promotional team, which I played in, and then I had the Leyland Daff. Or, well, I don't know if it was Leyland Daff then, whatever that cup was. Yeah, uh, was yeah. From that. And then I had Barry Fry was there in the Barry Fry era. So it was, it was really nice to meet all these players, which I played against and a long time ago. But I always thought Barry put it on. You know what is nah. persona, but he's like that when you're quiet with him. Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah, a life. Yeah. He's just mad. When he's in front of everyone, you think it's like a, a persona. But nah. when he was just with us before he we went into the room and everything else, he was <laughs> mad as a hatter. Yeah, great, <laughs> a great yeah. fun. Could you imagine him ringing up, ordering like a Chinese or something on the phone? Can you remember your debut for us? And, and it tells me here as well, you scored one goal for us as well. Can you can you remember that one goal? Well, that's I can't remember scoring a goal, to be honest. Can you <laughs> say where I scored it? I was really trying to work out. I really can't remember scoring a goal. Because I don't, I don't score many goals in my career. I scored a couple for West Brom and... Uh, uh, yeah, because with Terry, I never used to go out for corners or anything because I was quick. I was always the one that stayed on halfway line for the counter attack or the yeah. break. Yeah. So I never wasn't really involved in any set pieces or anything else. So that's why I can't remember scoring. So where does it say I scored? Because uh, <laughs> I noticed it said one, and I'm going through the games. Where's that then? I can't remember. Uh, 
scoring. I'd love to. Uh, I'd, I'd like to claim it. Cause I can't uh, remember it. You can have it. Uh, your debut. Who was your debut against? Can you remember that? Well, only because I'm looking at it now. I can remember being really excited in the because I, I think it was Barry and um, we won three two by this. But it's what did you say? It was like thirty years ago, didn't you say? Yeah. Tonight yeah. was it twenty eight years since um, I played against Villa um, in the uh, League Cup. So it's thirty yeah. years ago. <laughs> But, uh, Ooh, I remember joining the Say that again. Sorry, Nick. You say the V word, you get a 10 pound. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> there's, lots, your first there's, there's lots of nice questions in, yeah. uh, lots, lots of nice questions and compliments in the shout box for you, Paul. Uh, what a player oh, Paul Marden was, said Stephen Belshaw. In fact, he, he, he was so good, he said that twice. <laughs> uh, Paul Marden kept the goal with the goal that kept us up. Yeah. Uh, and Gaines... Oh, that, that's where people get... Paul Molden's a centre-forward. I, I was a yeah. centre-half, but Paul Molden joined in, in that second season and uh, oh, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. score the goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul uh, Molden. Memories as bad as mine. Paul Molden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 Paul, you're Paul Molden and Chris Marsden put into one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I said earlier. Was, uh, that was the job I do now. I'm still, I'm still local to Birmingham and... Uh, they, it comes out occasionally that I played football and they said, oh, Birmingham City, oh, and they, they can't remember. They, 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 oh, Marston, yeah, I remember Marston. Blonde <laughs> head, I played him. No, I'm dark head, I'm six foot. <laughs> uh, 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 Violet says, a uh, uh, question for Paul, is there anything you regret in your football career that you wished you could go back and change? Uh, no, there's no uh, regrets. I couldn't, um, I worked hard at, Played hard. I, I, I trained hard. Um, there's nothing really. I, my biggest regret is not playing enough games for any club. I, I was I had so many injuries uh, through my career um, at Birmingham. Uh, even though I played 60 games or so, I think in the says I played 40 games in the first season. I was out for um, with a cartilage knee cartilage injury. Had an operation in the first season, January to March. I think I was out. The second year, I was out for, must have been three months, I had a, a reconstruction mm -hmm. of my ankle, um, I think. So um, that that's not a regret or anything. It's just uh, uh, a frustration in my career. That's the only thing I look back on. I think uh, I just wish I could have had a, played more games because, uh, yeah, um, yeah it's nothing like it. You, all you want to do is play football. And I had so many stop starts in my career. That was the biggest frustration. But there's no regrets at all, really. Um well, I loved my time at West Brom, and I don't. Uh, and I went there and had seven years there. But mm. I wouldn't have wanted to leave Birmingham City. I was sort of um, it was a, a contract dispute. End of my contract, at two years at uh, Birmingham. I would have signed. I did sign a two-year contract, uh, and um, I had a little fallout with uh, Terry over the contract, which doesn't need to go in go, go into. But he offered me. Uh, well, he offered me a, a contract, which was a very small increase, and uh, I didn't um, sign it. Only went off on holiday, and when he came, when he was away, uh, Karen Brady phoned me up and uh, said, "Why well, haven't signed your contract?" Um, and um, I said, "Well, uh, just wasn't quite what I was looking for." And she said, "Well, what were you looking for?" And I said, "Well, on parity with everyone else, really, because every, all the players talked and mm -hmm. knew what everybody else was on." I was way off because I came on next to nothing because I was a young lad coming up from Bristol City I just wanted to play games so, uh, so that's no problem Paul come in tomorrow we'll get it signed up for you 
Qatar, so excited, came in, signed up. So this is the, the yeah, thinking about it now, this is probably one of the biggest regrets in football is that when Terry came back from holiday, uh, he told me that, um, I, I, he said I went behind his back and got a contract with uh, Karen. I said, that's ridiculous, Terry. Uh, she phoned me up. I assumed you'd talked and uh, gone through it. And uh, we sort of fell out there and uh, I was never, I was sold and I, he's bought in Chris White and uh, more or less said I wasn't going to play any more games for him. So I was forced out really more than wanted to leave. So I had two great seasons. I, I played really, I played some of the best football in the first year at uh, Birmingham. Yeah. I was getting confident and strong and having a good run of games and people are talking about me as a, a decent player. And I, I was really, I would have signed for 10 years. I was really enjoying the football, but that was mm. probably one of the regrets there, especially with Terry passing on um, so recently that we sort of had a fallout, uh, well, on his side, nothing to do with me, that he thought I went behind his back, which I never did, and he told me I would never play for the club again, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was a bit of a, a regret, that, really, uh, and a yeah. sour way to finish such a... Because I sort, sort of thought of him as a second father, really, because he looked after me so well, bringing me up, and just had that sort of fallout there. So that's one of the regrets, yeah. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, really. Did you speak to? Have you spoke? Did you speak to him after that? Point? No, I didn't. No, it was it was it was not very. Um, yeah, it was a, quite a bitter um, finish, really. Um, he felt like I'd got. Strangely enough, I don't I really to this day. I can't understand why he took it so personally. That I'd signed a contract. He wanted me to sign because he offered me a contract. I'd signed the contract. I'm happy. And um, yeah, he didn't. Uh, I think I played. Yeah, he signed Chris White. Um, and uh, I played a chart in the first game of the third season. Uh, played had a decent game. I think I played mm-hmm. alongside um, Dryo, uh, Dryden. Yeah, had a decent game. The next game I wasn't uh, playing involved. So, uh, and then um, I obviously left in uh, September, no- uh, November time. I think. So, uh, yeah, well, I- so that was one regret. But mm. question: Do you think, right? And I'm not accusing anybody here. Do you think Karen Brady set you up? No, not at all. She 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 had every. Um, she wasn't she that good a midfielder, right? We had a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she. Um, no. <laughs> she, um, I think she just um, wanted to do the right. I just didn't realise they hadn't uh, spoken. It was a strange one, really, and mm. for Terry to get upset really was a strange one as well. It didn't make any mm. sense in my head. Misunderstood. Misunderstood. A player, player, he wants me to sign. Bearing in mind, he was trying to sell me to Birmingham City during that season for a million quid. And I'd gone up there and trained with them and did my ankle ligament in. And then uh, had regrets because I'd signed for him. It was, it was a very, very strange time. But anyway, that was that was one of the things that uh, soured the end of Birmingham City uh, for me. But not with Birmingham City, with Terry. Because Terry was, like I said, I've known him since I was nine or ten. So yeah. uh, that was, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Paul, a few of our viewers are asking as well. Did you go to Liverpool with Mark Cooper for a trial while she was at Blues? Did that happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, Both Terry obviously knew um, Graham Soonis was the manager of um, uh, Liverpool at the time. And I think uh, Terry had a good relationship through Middlesbrough, or one team. He knew him quite well. And Terry had um, sold... When he was Exeter manager, he sold Chris Vinicum, a left-back to Rangers when Soonis was at Rangers. And uh, I remember seeing it because uh, I was at Bristol at the time and Chris Finnegan was a decent left-back, young lad. And they sent him up to 
Rangers to train for a few days with a view to sign. I can always remember it's strange um, situation, but I think Terry says, well, have a look at him, have, a, have him up there and I'll take a look at him. So I knew that had happened before. So in that first season, um, I joined when we got promotion. Um, at a great start season, it's January, no talk of Liverpool or anything else. But playing Stoke away, I heard that Soonis was in the stadium watching the game. Um, and unfortunately, I got injured in that game. I did my cartilage in my knee. And I, that was against Stoke away. And I think I, it was in Jan- early January. And I was out for six weeks, eight weeks uh, with that. But already, um, I think Graham had already asked uh, Terry to have me and Mark up there on the Monday to take a closer look at us with a view to sign. So all in the press on that weekend, uh, while I'm sat there with my knee ready to have an operation on my cartilage, uh, saying Marden to Liverpool for a million, uh, would have gone up there this uh, for a, uh, a view to sign. So it never happened then. And another thought, I got back playing uh, and got put... Pl- Played in the next game I played was against Stoke at home, but that was the game that they had nearly a riot on the pitch. And oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, that yeah. was by the by. We got promotion, <laughs> brilliant. And then uh, the start of the second season in the Championship, uh, it's only about, it was only September, I think it was early September, it was just before my birthday. Um, played at um, Portsmouth away, and I'd injured my ankle the midweek game. And uh, uh, I wouldn't know if I was going to be fit or not. And Terry put me sub and I had a strapping on my ankle. Mm. And I came on the last 15, 20 minutes at Portsmouth. And uh, on the way back in the bus, he pulled me to the back of the bus and said, uh, Liverpool want you up there again on Monday. Um, all the best. Hopefully it will work out for you. And uh, hopefully I won't see you again, basically. <laughs> it was like, go up there and... Uh, long as you don't let yourself down there's a, a move there for you mm-hmm. so i went up there went got into the um, all excited i'd met gary ablett actually um, on holiday that summer he was playing for everton yeah. and i'd kept in contact with him and he met me up at the motorway i phoned him up and said can't believe it liverpool's coming in for me because he he'd uh, knew that they had done the previous year and he said oh come and stay with us oh not so- come and i'll meet you at the motorway and i'll take you to the hotel and settled me in and Bruce Grobbler was at a hotel and I sat there with him at the bar and I thought, what is going on here? This is like amazing experience. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm really going to sign for Liverpool. So uh, I go into the dressing room the next morning. Uh, Jamie Redknapp meets me on the, all these... Like, Name dropping here. Like amazing looking back at it. Yeah, meets me at, uh, at Anfield, takes me in, shows, takes me in and shoots me to a few of the players. I think a few of the first team players had the day off that day. So it was only that... Uh, there was still some star players. Mm-hmm. I remember the uh, Steve Nicholl and a few others was there. Mulby was there. People that hadn't played at the weekend. And we had a bit of training. I, I remember strapping my ankle up because I still was a bit sore and I was strapping it up myself. Uh, I didn't want to say anything. So I knew it wasn't quite right. Played, trained the first day. And then all the, the first team came back the second day and we played a little practice match and I went over on my ankle again. And then I thought, oh dear, this did not feel right. After training, I went to see the physio. I said, can I have a bit of ice for my ankle? Next thing I knew, I was, I was in the hospital there, hospital up in Liverpool, having scans on my ankle. And they're telling me, you've um, ruptured your ankle ligament. I said, no, I can't have done. I can't have done. I've <laughs> trained. I, I played Saturday. I've trained uh, here. They said, no, you've definitely done some serious damage there. Uh, you can imagine uh, how disappointing it was. Uh, next time, 
that was on the Tuesday, Wednesday, I was at home seeing surgeons in Birmingham. And uh, Saturday, I had an operation. I, I totally severed my ankle ligaments on the inside of my left ankle. So, uh, yeah, that didn't come off. And uh, uh, they were desperate for a centre-half. I don't know if I'd have made it at Liverpool, but uh, or got many games or it just been... It would have been a, an amazing experience to sign for them. But they signed Torben Picnic instead of me. I remember sitting <laughs> sat at home in my cast, yeah. in my cast looking at um, midweek sports special and they were introducing their new centre-half signing, Torben Picnic. And Nor- I think it's Norwegian or Danish. Danish and he had a nightmare, yeah. never played a game. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so it was really, really close. It wasn't just uh, uh, a possibility. If I'd have gone up there and trained for a couple of days, I'd have been a Liverpool player. Yeah, think about the white suit you would have had as well and been one of the Spice Boys, you know. I know, yeah, we would have been <laughs> far off that, that era, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been uh, a different uh, life, that would have been, wouldn't it, out there? But uh, yeah, I came back and I got back in the um, team for uh, the back end of the season and was involved in that. Well, the Brady's came, didn't they? And uh, yeah, was a, that was an amazing time as well. Really, uh, quite a unique time in uh, in football. Really, Karen coming in and uh, the relationship, yeah. the, the friendship with uh, Pesh. Pesh was the best mate at the time. Can you believe you never even? I never even knew they started seeing each other. It was that secretive. <laughs> best mate at the time. I didn't know. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> was he your best mate? Or was he Paul? Because someone—that was my next question. Actually, someone asked uh, who was your best friend at Blues. Was it? Was it Pesh? Yeah. Well, uh, Mark Cooper, uh, I knew obviously from a kid, and we yeah. bought houses in um, Sully Hole, right opposite each other. So, and then Jason Beckford and uh, a few others lived on the estate. Scott Hiley and a few others, but uh, Pesh um, was a good friend there as well. Yeah. We, he's, he obviously moved off uh, to other clubs and ended up at West Brom with me. And yeah. um, uh, I was I went to the, their wedding and things. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't see him anymore. I, he only lived up the road for the last five or six years. I didn't see him. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, worked, he moves in different circles to me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alan, Alan, what your, Alan, what are your best memories from when Paul played when you, obviously, I'm guessing you were a regular back then as oh, well? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I do remember the the, the pace. Yeah, uh, mm. he was quick. He was quick defender. That was. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what we need at the moment. To be honest, um, funny. Fun. You still quick at the moment, Paul? As well, you still got a bit of pace. No, I can't. I don't run at all. I, uh, yeah, like I said about so many injuries, I feel like a. I'm fit. I, I do a lot of, um, I keep myself fit on the road bike because that's the only thing I can really do without feeling uh, like I'm going to be pulled apart. <laughs> if I start jogging, my hamstring goes, my hip goes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah just, it's just a waste of time. I've tried it over the years and I had a reconstruction of my knee as well, uh, which finished me off. So it's probably not advisable to uh, do too much running on it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back definitely to you, back not to you, great, Alan. Alan sure. you, were saying, <laughs> you were saying, Alan? You mentioned the, the game against against the the other lot, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I I was in the, I was I, I was with with a friend of mine who was a supporter of the opposition, and when they read the team out, and I saw you at ten forward, I went, what on earth? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that as well. 
I seem to remember you did all right that night. Um, I didn't let myself down. No, no, I didn't no, let didn't, myself down. Didn't, of course, we, we didn't know that history. We just thought, well, this bloke's a centre-half. What's he doing up front? I, th- I think we, we'd lost people and uh, some of whoever he was, <laughs> be, uh, wasn't available. And as you say, it was, you know, a yeah. last-minute thing. But it was it was a shock. Um, and uh, yeah. certainly we only, we only lost both legs 1-0. Um, yeah. You know, it's a pretty decent... I, I looked at the two... T- it was it was because it's the anniversary of that game. It was posted on Twitter. And I looked at the two teams and I'm thinking, my goodness, we didn't have to do well there because... You know, that's that, 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 that 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 a Canadian, that a Canadian on trial, basically. Um, Hooper. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think he don't think he played any more games than that. He was like, I don't know if he was even signed on a permanent contract. He yes, was uh, in midfield. Canadian. I think I think another Canadian Fennec played, didn't he? Or did oh, he yeah, come on? It was another yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't a team that played regularly together. And me and Shutty oh, never played not, together, that's for sure. Carl shut up front. Yeah, so it was very much a makeshift. <laughs> Say again. Yeah, you went he went off, that yeah. bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. I read, I actually heard a rumour that, you know, Lyndon Hooper, he, um, yeah. he he didn't even have any boots. He was running around town a couple of hours before the game trying to buy some boots. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone asked, uh, I think it was Stephen Gill who asked as well, Paul, who was your footballing hero or who is your footballing hero maybe as a child and... You know, nowadays as well. Would you say who's, who's your favourite player nowadays, and who was your favourite player as a child? Oh, so, well, I used to um, when I was young. It was Kevin Keegan and Dog Leash and centre forwards like that who were playing. So uh, they were the stars at the time, and the players you uh, uh, looked up to. Them. But um, then when I was uh, started to become a centre half. I always used to like uh, Pallister and Bruce. They were just so dominant yeah. and strong and uh, could play. Well, especially Pallister. Pallister used to. Yeah. That was the early days of uh, um, me thinking about players I would like to emulate. But I was never that sort. I was always um, a player that liked to play against. I was. I'm only six. I'm six foot, so I'm big, but tall, but not like the giants now in the yeah. in centre halves and. Uh, I, that's what I love when I came to uh, Blues playing alongside Martin Hicks. He was like yeah. six foot four, won all the headers, and I used to just sweep round him. Easiest job in the world, yeah. go and win that. And if it goes over the top, I'm there. But um, play, I, do, I like the uh, players at centre halves who um, can play a bit as well and are dominant. And, uh, um. I know he gets a lot of stick, but players like Stone and that, I really like the way. Of, and I like third and. Um, Rio, when he played, he was, yeah, oh, yeah. Him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I've lost, I don't really watch that much football now at all. I've sort yeah. of, um, I've seen much of it all the time. And I've got two daughters and a wife who'd never let me watch it. And I've spent the time <laughs> in the uh, other room all the time. So I like to spend a bit of time with them in the evenings. I get uh, <laughs> just, just a general question to everybody, really. It seems to be, um, uh, it seems to be a running theme, really, in, uh, in in the shows that we've had recently. And Violet picked up on it that um, we seem to have a lot of players uh, in recent years that have sort of been forced out. Yeah, have we all noticed that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's sort of it's really um, really come to light, hasn't it? Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I just wanted to ask you, Paul, who's the best player you played with and against? And obviously do do Blues and maybe in your whole career as well, um, for, for, for with, obviously. With and against. Well, the play, there's a player that stands out. He probably wasn't the best player around at the time, but he was a very good player. It was Stan Collymore. Um, oh, yeah. When I was at Blues, yeah, he was at Forest, and it was before his time when he went to oh, Liverpool. Yes, and I'd, yeah. uh, I'd, yeah. I'd never time a good time yeah. on that uh, <laughs> team we cannot mention. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, he. Um, I always thought my last game for uh, Birmingham City was against Forest. And in my head, I had a really good game and we drew nil nil. And because uh, I knew before the game, uh, somebody was uh, injured and, I, and um, West Brom were interested in me. So I was desperate to play. And I was in my head, I remember thinking I must have done quite well there and played well when I look back. We lost 3-0. Yeah. <laughs> I just look at the stats. We lost 3-0. I go, could have done too well, could I? <laughs> but, um, and my first game against um, uh, for West Brom was against Dan Collymore. So in the game with Birmingham City, I can remember being able to handle him uh, quite well. But the second, the second, my first game for West Brom when I played was against Dan Collymore again, live on TV. <laughs> and he ripped us to shreds. He was on fire that days. We lost, uh, West Brom lost 2-0 to Forest and he scored two. And I think yeah. I was given the job to man-for-man marking. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he scored two, man-for-match, Martin's debut. Yeah, <laughs> one to forget. <laughs> yeah. And who was the best player you played with at Blues, would you say? Um, played with at Blues? Um, I I thought Gleghorn was a great player, to be oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, Gregor, yeah. yeah. he great was... He was, all, he was 7 out of 10 even on his bad day and most of the time he was higher than that and uh, 8 yeah. or 9 and scored plenty of goals and uh, good character as well. Nice bloke. So yeah. um, that was um, not really anyone, um, I can't try to think now, as um, I'm talking to, I don't think anybody really went on to have a, a career at a top level. We were all uh, like... Um, Championship, Pesh. lower league players, yeah. Yeah, Pesh did well. Pesh was a good player. I think um, Pesh scored plenty of goals um, for all the teams he played for, and he was a handful, yeah. So, uh, yeah, who else? Um, just trying to think. I'm just looking at some names here. Simon, did you play John Gale's the, John Gale's the one that scared me the most. He used uh, to scare me in yeah, training. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Gale. Yeah. <laughs> he was notorious on the... Uh, but yeah, there's a, uh, and Ian Rogerson was a great player as well. He was t- yeah. really underrated. So yeah. in that season, Rogerson and uh, Gleghorn was, I think, two of the stars of that uh, promotion team. Uh, what I can remember. Can you yeah. can you remember that that sort of era? Those, that well, mind team you, then, are you all... well, mind you, Paul, you're talking about players. I remember Martin Hicks had dogs abuse when he first signed, but he, Martin Hicks just turned it all around, and I think mm. he got player of the season because he just you and him. You and Hicks yeah. at the back were just fantastic. Yeah, I think um, I think Vince Overson was there this season before under Macari, and he was a big, strong centre half. And I think Lou Macari took him to uh, Stoke. So they didn't. Me and Martin were new signings. I don't know if Terry brought him in or he was already there, but um, he hadn't played the previous season anyway. So uh, we, we certainly um, uh, hit it off British quick. And uh... no. Frozen. Oh, yeah. Frozen. 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 That famous film. Oh, is he coming back? Is he coming back? 
Go on, put another two, Bobby. Nick. Yeah, I can remember yeah, really enjoying back. the time playing there. Oh, oh, we lost you for a second then. Um, and then yeah, we had Clarky. He's gone again. Train, really steady full backs. Even. I'm, oh, well, then my Wi Fi's dropped. Eyes dropped. Off, yeah, Wi Fi's dropped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to you, Paul, in a second. Uh, Nick? We'll get back. We'll get him back. Yeah, go on, Nick. Am I? I'm back. He's yeah, back. He's back. I should be back. He's back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Hey. <laughs> what was you going to say, Nick? We chucked into the, um, the furthest ring from the router. I went out to disturb everyone's evening watching the tennis. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never yeah, beat Paul Morgan. You hear me? We had, we had a couple of players back then that went to, went on to play Prem, didn't we? Scott Hoyley obviously went on to play for Southampton, didn't he, in the Premier League and Graham Potter as well. Man City as well, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Man City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we had a couple, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason says, uh, Paul, uh, what advice would Paul give to the younger players? Oh, is he still there? He's there. There you go. Yeah, I should be here. I can hear you, but um, I should be coming back now. You hear me? You back? We can hear you. I'm back. <coughs> oh no! Keep dropping Hello? out, Paul. Keep... Oh god! No, well, dropped out. See, I'm, I'm moving somewhere else. Yeah, try somewhere else. Yeah, that was fast. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then we'll have a go at the who, and we'll pick. Yeah. Um, we'll get. We'll get uh, Paul to pick his uh, one to eleven as well. One eleven as well. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait till he gets into a, a new room, okay? Uh, just to just a, um update on the poll, uh, which was uh, should we put Ethers back straight back in when fit? Uh, yes, say thirty seven percent. No, say sixty three percent. So we can we can we can see where that's going, can't we? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go. It's going to go. Under. And I believe Paul's back. You're back. That's better, Paul. That's better. In the kitchen, a bit closer to uh, turn that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you can make yourself <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Okay. No uh, so, Paul, have you got your one to eleven ready? I have. Yes. Right then. Okay. Should we fire away? Yeah. So, what formation? Was it four four two? Again. <laughs> it's mostly in that first season. Um, uh, so I've got Alan Miller in goal. He came in on loan and played ten to fifteen games. Um, Seems to be had a few keepers in the time there. They must have. Uh, I think Martin Thomas started off, and uh, Alan Miller came in. And uh, yeah, it, again, Alan Miller. I played with it. Um, West Brom is a, a great character, great keeper. And unfortunately, we lost him this year. Who? Uh, yeah. yeah that was quite shocking. <laughs> to uh, so, yeah. um, I'm actually going um, to the. West Brom Birmingham game as a guest next Friday actually uh, with a few ex players from that era. Oh, right. It's going to be a tribute to Alan Miller because uh, Alan Miller because he played for um, both teams. So did, yeah. Um, yeah. hopefully we can uh, give him the night that uh, he deserved. But uh, yeah, and then um, I've got the the back four, which was basically the um, back four that I played in, barring myself because I wasn't allowed to be put in it. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, and another good player, and he played lots of games in the second season, and, and played plenty of games in that season. Matthews, uh, Trevor Matthewson and Martin Hicks as centre halves, and then I put Clarkey and uh, and Johnny Frayne on the uh, as the fullbacks. So uh, steady players. And then, yeah. um, do you want me to go through it, or are you going to make any comments? Yeah, no, go through, it? go through. Yeah, it. no, Frayne, yeah. I'll, just, I'll 
say, I was just going to say John Frame was a good left back, wasn't he? Very good player. Yeah, uh, great left foot. Yeah, 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 pretty, yeah. And then um, got in the midfield. I've got Rogerson, uh, Paul Tate. Although he didn't play many games, I think he was. He had his knee injury in the season before I came, so he was in and out uh, and trying to get himself fit. But I think he played more games in the second season I was there. And you probably don't even remember him, but this guy I did really, I did rate as a player was uh, Dave Rennie. He played for uh, yeah, Bristol yeah. City and uh, he had a hell of a strike on him and a great header. Yeah. Uh, and he was a nice, uh, well, he was just a very good player for that standard of uh, football there. And he, uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, that's my um, two midfielders, and then Gleggy on the um, Gleggy or Nigel Gleggy on the left wing, and then up front, you got, I could have put um, Simon Sturridge was a good little player um, in that promotion season, um, and then and obviously Pesh was uh, in there as well. But I thought they made such a big influence in the second season. Though, when I was there, when they came in, I, I put uh, Andy Savile and Paul Molden up front. Um, because they kept us up basically in that second season. Them coming in and scoring those goals, we needed a regular uh, goal scorers, and uh, they got them to keep us up in that champion first championship season back. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my um, team. Yeah, so there yeah. wasn't that many players in that uh, first year. It's quite a tight squad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, and, then that's yeah. <laughs> and then Barry Fry came along. Yeah, and then Barry Fry came along. Yeah. <laughs> it was ninety-seven yeah, yeah. twice. Went out, didn't it? <laughs> door. Yeah. Uh, Captain Paul, who would be captain in that eleven? Uh, captain Gleghorn, I think. I think he was Gleghorn. the. Um, yeah, you don't. They normally have a winger as a, a captain, but he was the most maturest and influential in that team. I think at that time and. Uh, you lead by example sometimes, and he certainly did that year. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I can remember what stands out for me as well was we got promotion with three games to go, I think, and we were all excited and celebrating. And I was probably one as worse as anyone else. He was on the last game, we, um, I think, I can't remember if we lost or drew, and we went up as second place. And, I was disappointed, but I wasn't like distraught. I can remember Glegon being absolutely distraught in the dressing room <laughs> afterwards. We got promoted, yeah. but we didn't get the championship. Yeah. And now I really regret that. That was like the mentality we should all, should all have had, that we should have wanted to have that history and being the yeah. champions. And it was well within our grasp. But I was just delighted. I can remember just being delighted. I thought, well, you'd be so upset here. We just got promoted. And we started the season, like we'd have been happy with, Everybody would never expect him to get promoted, and uh, we've done it. And uh, yeah, so that all sticks in my mind. Uh, he was a real pro as well. Always, yeah. Um, so yeah, having someone like that who really wanted to push players and that. So yeah, a good captain just for that reason. Uh, Gary, yeah. Man- Gary Mando wants to know what was it like to play? Uh, what was Terry Cooper like to play for? He was a he was a great manager as a, a man manager. He wasn't a, overly tactical. He wasn't. Um, a guy to put really intense training sessions and um, he had his pattern of play with his fullbacks, uh, getting it wide, getting crosses in, just very simple. Everybody knew their jobs, yeah. but it was simple, simple football, really. And, and he was a very charismatic man and got the best out of players and uh, uh, funny character <laughs> and, and a nice man. But what I, how I found out as well, what I found out later on, 
a very um, hard man. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once he thought you crossed him, that was you um, yeah. finished, really. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he yeah. was... Um, a few people yeah, mentioned that. Yeah. I, can't, I can't knock him. He was a fantastic uh, guy. Uh, and it was a great player and did he did really well at that uh, level that he was manager. He, I think yeah. he got promotions at Exeter, Bristol City, um, Birmingham. And, it, it, well, he, he certainly turned Birmingham around. With, yeah, limited resources. Well, yeah, yeah. Managed it through limited resources yeah. uh, and um, got promotion within yeah. that um, framework, really. Yeah, yeah. He did a great job. Paul, yeah. oh, what was the camaraderie like between the lads back then as well? Was it- banter going on and any funny stories yeah we're all uh, yeah very there was no stars there was no egos we were all yeah, all really happy to be professional footballers you know there was no egos or everything and that's I think that's when you get a successful team when you're all uh, at the same level you all want the same thing you yeah and most of the lads lived around Sully Hall as well so there was good social going on as well um yeah. Clarky um Tati well Pesh, myself, uh, Mark Cooper. Yeah, it was a good little uh, Darren Robot. They're they're all good characters. And uh, it was a a great time. It was a really good time to look back on. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, I couldn't uh, say I disliked any of them. Even though you yeah. might like any, to uh, tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Any 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 funny stories or pranks? No, not anything you can tell us about. Not really. No, no I'm not a great storyteller on that sort of thing. I wouldn't uh, try and. Uh, um, no, it's not a. No, we just had a, we had a really uh, uh, a great season that first season. I can remember it just being one of the most exciting times of my life. Really, coming from yeah. Bristol City, not being a regular there, coming to Birmingham, the the crowds, the um, passion of uh, the supporters there, being very much part of that uh, first season of promotion, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just we had some good nights out. We had some good um, good victories. I had some ups and some lows with it, with it there, but there's no real comedy. No, uh, no real. Say, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's no. that? Trip? I just remember stories of like, we got promoted and uh, we never had a training ground. We I think we were at West Hills training at University Ground. Yeah. We were training at Tudor Grange. Changing, there's no problem what we were doing, but when you look back, changing with all the uh, regulars in the um, who were there to use the track or the uh, <laughs> uh, just oh. using the facilities there, swimming baths, and we were just all getting changed in our kit and running around the track and going through the middle. We just trained anywhere, it was like, times have it was changed. a completely different world, yeah. Sorry, Paul, did you keep did you keep any mementos from your uh, days of blues, any souvenirs or anything? No, that was my um, my uh, yeah. biggest regret from my career. Really, I've, I've got I swapped. Um, I've got uh, one thing I did take. Um, I asked for it. I didn't nick it out. In the offices, there was a a, a line drawing. Uh, some artist had uh, drawn a couple of players, and uh, uh, I asked. Um, I think the Kumars were still in charge. It might have been an administration. I thought it might have been uh, lost <laughs> in the administration. I said, Do you mind if I take that? And they, they gave it to me. This. Uh, Pencil drawing. So that's the only. Uh, I don't think I've. I've got. Um, I don't even think I've got a shirt. To be honest, and uh, no. probably if, if I asked my mum and dad, they've probably got every um, 
um, program that I was ever in and whatever else. And, but yeah. I never even kept a, a scrapbook, to be honest. It was mm-hmm. uh, just uh, yeah, strange, really, when I looked back why I didn't do it. So uh, and I regret that, definitely, because... Uh, uh, the kids, uh, the great show the kids, and uh, so see, I did really do it. There I am. We're gonna do the ooh now, Chris. Okay, right, okay, then. Um, what we're gonna explain. do now, Paul, is we're gonna play a clip for 15 seconds of players speaking that has been in the same squads as yourself at Blues, um, around the same sort of time. Um, and we want to see if you know who it is, and if you think you know, just tell us the first letter of his surname, please, because we want to see if our viewers okay. Yeah. Okay. Right then. Okay. Give us a couple of uh, seconds to set this up. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. That wasn't him. Yeah. I mean, we trained very hard, and everyone's ready to go. So um, it's upon us in a couple of days' time. So we're really looking forward to it. And of course, there's been a long period of time without any games uh, for the players. How have you sort of coped with that as a coach? As a coach. Yeah, that's that's the guy. That's the guy who's interviewing him. I'll play. It's the first so bit. It's the first what? bit. Here we go. Yeah, go. I mean we've oh. um, we trained very hard and everyone's ready to go. So um, it's upon us in a couple of days' time. So we're really looking forward to it. And of course, there's been a long period of time. Any ideas? Any ideas? Anybody? I'll have a go at P. I don't really think it sounds a bit of a Londoner, but uh, I'll, yeah. I'll put P as the surname. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Correct. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else knows that one then. Okay. Get that yeah, should do. I'll play it one more time for our listeners and viewers. Yeah, I mean, we've um, we trained very hard and everyone's ready to go. So um, it's upon us in a couple of days' time. So we're really looking forward to it. And of course, there's been a long period without mm. I thought that was quite hard. Yeah, mm. no, not many, not many of our guests get them, you know. So no. you're, um... no, uh, yeah. Adam's got another player. I'm thinking of with a P and then that's as, long as, as long as you don't say Pesky Salido, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't Canadian voice. Uh, it might be his accent now. He lives in London, doesn't he? So, uh, oh, I think, I been. think Graham, I think Graham's got it, Paul. I think Graham's got it. Can you see okay. that? Yes, indeed. Yeah, well done, Graham. Yeah, well, the answer. Is... Oh, tell us, Paul. Tell us who it is. Is it George Paris? It, it is indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Is. Yeah, good player, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he came into in the third season, didn't he? Um, came from West Ham, I think. Yeah, so that's when uh, uh, I left early on that season. But um, yeah, he's uh, he was a steady uh, player, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's one of four people we signed up. I think wasn't it Savile Smith, Molden, and Paris. Were they all signed in the second season, were they? I thought, um, yeah. Mm. Did he play in the yeah, final few the games day. then? Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. Um, um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot George. He signed about four on the same day. Yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. Dave Smith came in that time. I knew he was playing in the, uh, uh, the third season, start of the third season. But yeah. 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 And who was yeah, you? He must have played. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Paul, I was just going to ask you, who was, your, who, was your, who was your actual club you supported growing up as well? Who was your club? Like? I was a Bristol City supporter. Yeah, yeah. I was, and I ended up, yeah, it was great to be able to play for my hometown club, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're either City or uh, Rovers like you would be up here, yeah. Birmingham, or, yeah. and uh, I, I happened to uh, play for the right one in, uh, in uh, Bristol. So, yeah. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. And how often? How often do you see Blues? Do you get to many games, or just watch? Well, the honest anyway? answer, yeah, watch occasional games. I always look out for results, but um, 
I think the last game I went down was before, obviously, the COVID uh, outbreak. And I think um, it was, against, well, I know what it was. It was Bristol City because I was invited back to do the uh, corporate and hospitalities because it was against uh, my old club. So uh, I went down then. Um, before then, um, not at all. I haven't been down there for, uh, yeah, since I was playing, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid to say no. I was, I was also, um, I was just got involved in work and everything else, and uh, yeah, it was a strange, strange thing to say. And when people um, who um, think, well, how can you just not go to a football match again? You played it all your life. You were a football sporter as a kid. You played it. You just um, just move on. I just felt like it was. I had to move on Switch and uh, yeah. get on. Yeah, get on there. I never wanted to be a coach. I never wanted to be involved. Um, it was all seemed like it was uh, short term and uh, mm. too many chopping and changing. And uh, um, yeah, and I just felt like I, I wanted a, a clean break from it. I know a few players that have uh, stayed in it and struggled and uh, gone from job to job. And uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, like- um, I haven't been back for a while. So. But I did before COVID. I in the raffle. I have won two tickets for hospitality um, through um, Mike Wiseman. I was at the local pub and I won the raffle there. And the prize was hospitality <laughs> tickets. So I've oh. been in touch, and he's still honouring them for this year. <laughs> so I'm going there, you- not to do the question and answers, but I'll go and uh, have a few beers. <laughs> bring your boots. You have to bring yeah. your boots. Yeah. Oh yeah, won't be uh, much use, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing now? What are you doing nowadays with yourself? I work for myself. I've been in the last twenty years, possibly now. Yeah, quite a few years now, working in the furniture trade, business mm. to business sales. So, in the Birmingham area, I supply um, some of the furniture that's in Cousins, Cooks, uh, Leelands, Whartons stores like that. Um, the job is just uh, to sell them furniture, and uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, from into the furniture game. An agent. I'm an agent, but uh, only in furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as lucrative, unfortunately. <laughs> you want to give up my garden furniture? That's from Wharton's, my garden furniture. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't supply them garden furniture, but a few sofas and uh, dining uh, tables they've uh, had in there from um, the companies I represent. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, completely different. I actually worked at Virgin for the first couple of years when I retired in uh, yeah. the Blythe Valley, if any of the members there. I was yeah. uh, working there in the first two years after finishing because I finished with a, a knee injury. I had a bad injury at uh, West Brom with two years left on my contract. So I knew inevitably that I'm well, more likely that I wouldn't get back and play what the surgeon told me. So uh, I went back to college around the rehab at West Brom and did a HND in sports science, which was quite interesting. It's Sully Old College. I'm a 31 uh, pro footballer and I'm there with a 20 year old. <laughs> kids there <laughs> sat in the class uh, yeah great time really enjoyable but then i yeah. went and uh, worked for virgin and then uh, ended up somehow in the furniture trade so yeah yeah good stuff yeah. Good. Mm. Alan, yeah can, can i this is a match you played against us uh okay. like memories of the, the the blues albion game uh at the hawthorns uh which Birmingham won 4-2, but somehow we managed to get relegated and you managed to stay up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that game, um, 
I think Claridge, um it was only game the second, uh, the third season when the Barry talking about the Barry Fry era when he got relegated. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, season. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember having a bit of a stinker that game. I think, to be honest, and uh, I didn't like the yeah, mention. We, yeah, yeah. No, I can remember. I can remember having better games. Uh, I think the following season, the season after. Um, we beat Blues in, uh, well, it couldn't be the following season because uh, obviously Blues got relegated but the season after and a decent game against Blues. But uh, yeah, that game was, uh, I think it was midweek and uh, yeah, it was all touch and go whether who would stay up between uh, West Brom and Birmingham, which was quite ironic after I've been at both clubs. Um, uh, but yeah, I can't remember where, I think, you at Stockport, Birmingham at Stockport. So I can remember being uh, in no, no, Tranmere. Tranmere. Yeah, we were at Portsmouth and uh, we won with a Lee Ashcroft goal. And uh, we only finished on level points. I think it was goal yeah. difference, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I can remember the game and I can remember Steve Claridge playing. And, um, uh, Louis remember, Donald's uh, goal. Louis Donald's goal. <laughs> in the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. He could have got into my um, top 11, actually. He was a good player. But, um, yeah. He stayed there quite a few years, didn't he, Louis? He, had yeah, quite, he, yeah. played, mm. he didn't realise he played yeah. so long. At, uh, and he was, he was so fast he, as well. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was actually one. He won the... Um, when at Bristol City. He was at Bristol City when I was there as well. He was obviously... Terry Cooper must have brought him up to yeah. Birmingham at the same time. And uh, was it... I'm not sure if he was a Birmingham player, but if it, it doesn't matter anyway. But he uh, it was either me or him that went to represent the club as uh, for the fastest player in the league. Oh, the, the Rumble Saint, Saint, yeah, it was Rumble a Saint Greasy, did it? it, it yeah, was, it was a challenge where uh, players yeah. in their football boots uh, ran 100 metres and uh, Louis won it, to be fair. Louis won the uh, quickest um, championship player. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, even though we never had a race to see who it was, who would go through, but I think he was quicker. But uh, yeah, I didn't have much choice. He nominated himself. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to do um, Nick. We've got Nick. We need Good to question. do football. What? Do what? Sorry. Think when they bought that shirt into you for the first time. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you Google the, uh, if you Google on uh, somebody showed me a few years ago, Google the worst shirts ever uh, worn. Uh, it's either a picture of me, me with it on, or um, uh, Holmesy, Paul Holmes, the uh, fullback. It's either me or him that pops up on it. So that's my other claim to fame. Whenever you Google the worst shirts ever worn, it's either me or him that come up. But what you, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it, or, or, or where it was presented to you for the very first time. But like, how did you really think? Because like, <laughs> and then we were all we were all trying to show us right. We were all we're up the cops singing, oh, I would rather have a shower than a bath. Oh, I would rather have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> that must have come in. Um, that obviously happened with the King Mars, wouldn't it? It was the uh, his national colours of his country flag, wouldn't it, in there? Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to bring those colours into the, the kit. But well, second season... Say, it was dog-awful. Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You, showed, you showed a kit earlier. The uh, second season kit, which I've tried some showers on, was a decent yeah. one. The... Uh, Blue and white sleeve, the blue and the white sleeves one. That wasn't a bad kit. There's a, there's but, uh, a, lot, yeah. there's a lot of replicas I've been doing the rounds and drinks coasters and, and scarves I see and all sorts of different things nowadays mm. that are being sold that are like a replica of that kit back then. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, to be honest, I can't remember thinking it was hideous at the time. So 
I don't, I don't really pay too much attention. I'm just happy to put the shirt on. I'm not worried what it looked like too much. But uh, now I look back on it, I can see what everybody, uh, why everybody had a problem with it. <laughs> but at the time, uh, I'd have put any shirt on. We had a yellow one at West Brom. Where, no, we um, Alan Buckley was trying to think we were Brazil, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that back then. But you know what? When you, when you guys walked out with a shirt on, I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you not have one yourself, then? You didn't buy one? You didn't buy the... The one to wear to the game. That was the one year you missed out on, was it? I did. I had one. <laughs> did you? I've, I never got replica, I've, got, I've got like a replica of it now. Right. Like... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, into the last 15 minutes of the show we go. And we have been practising this all day long, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got <laughs> some me. amazingly beautiful answers. The last 15 minutes of the show is always to do with word association, as you know. Anything to do with football tonight and electricity. And I'm going to start you off because somebody will do this shortly. Well, I think, I don't know whether it was the winner this afternoon, and I can't judge that because it was my suggestion. Hotter chocolate. Shock a lot. Yeah, it was clever. Oh, okay. That was clever. Ah, come on then, boys. You've got one each. We've got one each. That's my one. Okay. What about, I was thinking of um, the mid, uh, Brian, Brian Fuse. Fusey. Brian, Brian Fuse. Yeah, okay, I get that one. Fuse, yes. Very clever. This is word association, Paul, if you're wondering what on earth. Yeah, I'm trying to think, yeah, I just... Uh, that, you're not coming to me. I, as a guest, I don't have to say anything, do I? have got one. <laughs> Kwame and Padoum. Oh, very clever. Oh, yeah. uh, I missed that, Alan. What was that? Kwame and Padoum. Ah, like it. Where did you pluck that one from, kid? Paul, <laughs> <laughs> what's your one? Say like? plug it or pluck it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be boring and say Mark Bright. Mark uh, Bright. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's boring. Right. Yeah, boring, but boring. Chris, what's your... I haven't got one, sorry. You haven't got one? No, no, no I'm busy. Max Power. You're having a week in the book. Ma- Max Power, somebody's just said. Uh, Sparky use. Oh, uh, This is good. Okay, and... I have no access again. Um, until uh, Christmas and uh, to another computer, which is my 60th birthday this year. Like, 60, yeah. I'll be 60 years old this Christmas day. I've never told anybody that before. A few things. I want a, a new iPad so that I can put it in front of the uh, the old phone here while I'm doing the show. Um, and a registration plate at K888, who used to be our sponsor, sorry, Boris Sports. <laughs> uh, ARO. Uh, and if I don't get them, there's going to be trouble in this house. There will be trouble in this house. Now, I'm having a big party on the 18th, and uh, I'll be sending some invitations out to some, some wonderful people very shortly. Um, but it's going to be up here, right? And you know what? Being born on Christmas Day, I've never had a party. Never, never, never. As a child, growing up in the 60s, you weren't allowed out. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm having a 60th batch this year, ladies and gentlemen. We might record it live. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome to come, Alan. Thank you. All right. <laughs> if, it, if it clashes with the home game, I'll be there. Now it's for a 25 pound a ticket. <laughs> but three parts, three parts of the club will be shut because there's no concrete underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, who was the... Who was the funniest player at Blues at that time? Who would you say was the funniest around the dressing room and training ground and stuff? Um, Dan Rowbottom was a bit of a character when he came in. He was uh, always cracking jokes and taking the mickey. And uh, the butt of the jokes was always uh, Dryo. 
Richard Dryden. He was. Uh, Didn't you call him uh, Wales? Yeah, he was a West Country lad, wouldn't he? Yeah. So uh, he always get his, he always gets it, used to get his uh, words muddled up, and uh, yeah, I think we were going to he had to meet at the airport, and he was like, oh, "What time you got to be at the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the plane station?" That's <laughs> what <laughs> I, I remember. You couldn't get the airport. The airport the plane station. Like. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that, that always sticks in my mind, and you always come out with classics like that, getting the words muddled around and uh, around the wrong way and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Brown, can you please keep your eye on the shout box and uh, just read as many of these? Yeah. Here we, here's, here's a good one for you, uh, Nick. Uh, electric Van Nistelrooy. Oh, like that one. <laughs> Eon Dublin. Oh. Gra- <laughs> Grant Bolt. Marky Sparky Hughes. Yeah, we got that one, yeah. Gaz Gardner, uh, Plug Ellis, Lecco, Lecco, Lecco. Actually, Gaz, that is clever. Well done. Like <laughs> Dennis Burke Amp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dwayne yeah. Oms Holmes. Uh, Pedro Player, Pedro Power, he plays in the Brazilian League. Barry right. Freud, Jonathan Electrician. <laughs> Leco, Leco, Trishan, Ricky Otto prices are high. <laughs> Nick, oh, here we go. Nicky Buttspark is always one, isn't there? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say that. Name machine, please. Yeah. Brand name machine. <laughs> oh dear, I, gotta, I have to. I have to vet some of these. Uh, Kevin Electric oh, Keen Keen <laughs> Shocks, Dean. Very clever. <laughs> uh, Meter Shilton and yeah. oh, Shocks Counter. Yeah. Here we go. I actually know I had Benetti, if you remember. <laughs> didn't. What about Dimmy Gray? Hey. Oh. Dimmy Gray? Dimmy Gray. Dimmy Gray. Dimmy Gray. Yeah, but. Dimmy, Dimmy. Yeah, Dimmy. I think, Paul, you're assuming our audience are clever, so that ain't going to work. I was just going to say, Paul, is Richard Troy still at Forest Green? He was in the coach. Um, well, he was. He's um, assistant to Mark Cooper, but they've now gone up to Barrow, uh, oh. Mark's manager of Barrow. So I think Richard's um, there as well. So he's followed yeah. him around a few clubs, yeah. yeah. So, still in touch with some yeah. of the lads back then? Are you still um, uh, not so well. No, the only, I speak to a couple of players from West Brom, uh, quite very, Paul Raven, a few others. Um, but uh, no, I don't. Uh, I've got um, uh, devs in Frain, not Frain, here, Clarky on uh, Facebook. So I see what's going on in their lives, but it's not often. I haven't met up with them for a long time now. But yeah, sad, isn't it? Yeah, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I maybe I should start um, getting in contact and having a beer. Yeah, yeah do it. Good. Yeah. Do it Makes you realise after COVID, don't it, when you're locked up and. Uh, yeah. How uh, important um, people are, and uh, yeah, should you get contact. Yeah, life's too short, yeah. Uh, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, you know. Chris, I've got another one. Are you ready? Go Transform on. your rovers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like Adam. I like Adam. Where, did, where did I pluck that one from? I don't know. Where did you plug that one from? Uh, I, like, I like Adam. Do door balling. I can't say. Do door Ballingham. <laughs> oh, good one. Door Ballingham. Thanks, Mark. I couldn't say it then. I lost my. Uh, Pylon King. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Paul Paul Plugba. 
Pogba, yeah, yeah. Frankler Ampard. Ampard. Ampard, yeah. Can he sock it? Turn on. David, yeah, Craig's is, is good. Craig's is good here. David Shotdale. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah we did. Clever. Why didn't we get that at dinner time? <laughs> I don't know. You must have done about thirty or forty uh, attempts at that. No good. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Nick, we've got a special guest, haven't we, on Monday? We have this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up is the one and only, of course, ex Birmingham City manager himself, pivoted in all four corners, as we all know. Back. Barry Fry, ladies and gentlemen, that we Barry Fry this coming Monday. Um, please put your children to bed before seven thirty. Please, no, no, <laughs> no, uh, no. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I'm sure, he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Not, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a, one that we've been after for a very, very long time, and uh, and I sent an email many, 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 many moons ago to uh, to, to, to Barry. Never got a response. Had the Absolute fortune to meet him. Uh, to, where was it? Where was the, it? Uh, yeah, a couple, couple of weeks ago, Midway, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of weeks ago. And uh, you know what? The guy is a character, guys. He's an absolute character. If you can, preempt your question because it, the shirt, the shirt box is going to be manic. It will be manic, right? Mm. Now, our, our highest audience for this show, right, ever in the 11th years that we've done it, is 97,600 mm-hmm. people around the world. Chris, you'll, was, you'll confirm. Oh, it was a crazy, crazy night that was. 600 people. Yeah. Wow. Once COVID is over and we're all done, I do promise you we will organise a coach to go down to Bath City and uh, and see Jerry Gill down there. Um, oh, the contingency of Blues, which will be an absolutely marvellous day, a brilliant day. Please do expect me to be fast asleep on the floor of the coach on the way back, because that's where I normally end up. Does <laughs> it? Um, oh, but Barry, Barry, Barry Fry next week. If you can send in your questions to the Tilt and Talk page, yeah, uh, in, in in the week, because you know we we really want to make those ninety minutes with Barry mm. a marvelous experience for everybody, right? And we want to get as many questions in from you guys, right? Because it's not about us. Not at all about us. It's about you. And if you want to ask Barry a question, was him in. Chris, I'm sure through the course of the week, you'll be uh, filtering about and saying, yeah, we'll, we'll ask that one. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, but just stick them on the Tilt and Talk page, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm so pleased, and I hope this guy's listening tonight. Um, guy chap walked into, into, into the MOT station today, and he got a bit of an accent on him, should we say, a little bit. And just talking about a certain football club across the eight. Uh, yeah. I've never had them in. Well, being a blue nose myself, yeah. it. Yeah. and he went out of blues and he took his shirt and everything off, uh, his, his levers and off. And he got a t shirt on, ladies and gentlemen, Birmingham City, Good college, 2011. I had the longest. Conversation. I shouldn't have been paid for an hour to be honest with you. I don't know this conversation. <laughs> and afterwards, the boss's missus said to me, She goes, I've learned more about Birmingham City today in the last hour than I've learned in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was, we had a bit of banter and a bit of fun, Chris. I'm mm. thinking about any more coming in now? Any more yeah, just, uh, just before that, uh, just to mention, Nick, yeah, that yeah. we've got some special guests join, joining us as well next week uh, on okay. Monday. So 
I can't say. That's a good one. Jason Hughes, Circuit Simons. Remember Keith Simons? Simons. Circuit Simons. Yeah. Tell us about your one inter- Is it one international cup you, you got for Wales? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Was it against Germany? Yeah, that that probably came about for, uh, partly from the time at um, Birmingham City. Uh, we played um, West Brom in the first season and. Uh, Bobby Gold was manager of uh, West Brom and uh, Don Goodman was the um, star player uh, at West Brom. And uh, we went and went there. I think they were, um, uh, uh, we were the underdogs there going there and they went on their patch. We won 1-0 and I mm. sort of had a great game marked uh, Don Goodman out of the game. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was a, a great um Experience there, and Kevin Drinkle came. Drinkle I think it was on loan yeah. first and scored the goal. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So it was great event. But I had, such, I had a really good game there. One of the better ones I had uh, that year, and um, I think it stuck in Bobby Gold's memory. I think he knew me from Bristol City as well because he was Bristol Rovers manager. So he had a bit of history of it. So when I was doing um, okay at um, West Brom, um, I think we were playing again. I don't know if you can. Allowed to do this anymore. It was English against the foreigners in the uh, like a five side game for West Brom, and it was. Uh, and I didn't. Um, there was a few Irish, and uh, we needed some more to go on the uh, the other side. And uh, I, w- I went. Uh, oh, I've got some Welsh blood. My grandfather's Welsh, yeah. so uh, I went on that side. And um, Alan Blockley said, "Welsh? Didn't know you had any Welsh blood." And he said jokingly, "I'll have you on that Welsh squad next week." Yeah. And literally the next weekend, he'd phoned Bobby Gold up and said, "You know, Paul Marden's a Welsh, uh, got Welsh heritage." And they'd never gone to second generation at that stage; they'd all gone to firstborn. So the next weekend, I was um, called in down to the uh, wow. German is Euro '96 squad. Um, I went down there with a view to just training with them. Bobby, I think Bobby must have phoned me up or sent me a letter saying, "You're not officially in the squad," because I think it was already announced come down and train um, in the build-up to it. So I went down on the Saturday. A few players pulled out with injury. I think somebody else went down ill on the um, Monday. Next thing I knew, I was on the uh, bench against Germany. I didn't know that story. uh, Ended up uh, getting on the pitch. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. And uh, I would have got a few more caps because I was in a few squads. I was subbed twice against Italy. I played. I was going to fly out to Albania. And got pulled out because I had, a, I had a broken hand. I played against Derby with a broken hand within a, a soft cast, and they wouldn't let me fly. Mm. And everybody was pulling out. It was only a friendly against Albania. Yeah. I would have played mm. there as well. Mm. But yeah, it was a great experience. Well, um, time, time, has, time has beaten us, I'm afraid. Thank you, America, Belgium, yeah. Ireland, uh, Sweden, uh, <laughs> uh, Spain, New York, and Menorca, Ibiza, Cyprus. Turkey, uh, I've drank in. I've drank in uh, Egypt. <laughs> Thirty-two different countries. I've I've drank in. That's not quite like playing football, ladies and gents, is it really? But you know what? That's my game. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure tonight, ladies and gents, to be with you. Sad to do it on a Wednesday rather than a Monday, but you know what, Mark Zuckerberg, you're answerable, not us this time round. Paul Hipkiss, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Pleasure as always. Keep right on. Rob, thank you for being with us tonight. That's all right. Hope everybody has a good week. Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, ah! <laughs> yeah, get well soon, Mark. No, no, cheers for that. Yeah, thanks for all the nice messages on the pages yeah, and stuff. Are you going to have to burn that uh, blue thing that you're wearing after you get better? <laughs> you're, you're wearing <laughs> one as well, Alan. <laughs> Never.
Good evening, good night. <laughs> but most of all, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you, Paul, for giving your time up for us tonight on the Tilt and Talk show. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And you know what? Wow. Uh, every single week we have a guest on and and we hear so many different stories and so many different things. Like tonight has once again been an inspiration to us. We're Birmingham City. We'll do what we want. Paul Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Nice to meet you all. Cheers, Paul. Paul, good luck. Thank you do, my friend. Thank you for your service to our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful football, Birmingham City Football Club. This has been sponsored by Bull Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City, with and all the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.